Hello, welcome back to another episode of Herb of the Week. Welcome. Oh, hi. This is, here, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, um, I'm Kyle's very first international guest on this podcast. Yes, this is my <laughs> wife, Serena. It's a special occasion, this, this episode. We'll get into that a little bit, but I invited you on because the Herb of the Week this week is chamomile. And it's an herb that's special to me and is it special? Mm, yeah, to me as well. Yeah, I feel like we both have some need for it. And let's set the stage here for everyone that's listening. It's after nine o'clock. We literally, you literally just put the baby to bed, right? Yeah, just now. You're nursing him. Yep. How's that going? Uh, it's It, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> But you, sometimes um, you don't come out of the room with a big smile on your face. No, I'm pretty exhausted. It takes quite a long time. Yeah, and he's pinching you and hurting you and stuff like that as you hold your composure. and. Yeah, he's, he's a squiggler. He's totally a squiggler. Yeah. So I made us a pot of chamomile tea. Can I pour you some? Yes, please. That sounds exactly what I need right now. I thought, let's have a... A cup of chamomile tea together and I asked you to write down a few things about chamomile earlier today that you wanted to bring to our conversation I got a few and I thought we have some cookies here so you can feel free to chomp away on those it's fine with um, it'll be a, a, a regular setting of a conversation herb of the week podcast after dark relaxing so who wants to start? You want to start or should I start? Oh, you, but please, you start a dance, lead, okay. lead us. So first, cheers. Cheers. Um, I won't start with the plant yet because I want to make a toast to to us. Right, it's yeah. A, we had a big day. Yeah. We had a huge day. We had a very busy day. We had a very busy night. Mm-hmm. We have a very busy life. Mm-hmm. We've had a busy year. And... Today, Today we celebrate. Yeah, it's our eighth anniversary of wedding. Yeah. Yep. So, happy anniversary, my love. Yeah, happy anniversary <laughs> to us. It's been a wonderful. Wow, what a life! What a life. Eight two. Mm-hmm. That's a good lucky number. I like that one. Um, we're entering into the eighth. We we're in the eighth month right now of the year too. Um, Isn't it like a lucky, lucky number? Because it's two rounds, two coins. I think in like China means like money, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's the infinity. Yeah, just keeps going, keeps perpetuating. It's as good, above, good, so good below. Omens. Yeah, as within, so without. It's gonna be an amazing year. I was thinking about this plant as relating to our matrimony the word matrimony is related to this plant too we can get into that later but do you remember when we when i proposed to you we don't have to tell the whole story all right we could say some of the magic for (laughs) for us okay (laughs) but um i proposed to you in italy yes and it was the last night that i was visiting you like the last five hours before leaving before leaving he had like a whole week of amazing places where he could have proposed it's true yeah we went she took me to the most beautiful places in all of the world which happened to be not far from where you live 
and each night an amazing sunset and I was like oh I can't do it I just don't have the I don't have the guts to do it. <laughs> and I, of course you're going to, you know, like I didn't Yeah, know. I set up every night, like every day, the perfect spots and the perfect moment because I felt like that question was coming. And I was like, oh man, he yeah, might just... have changed his mind because I mean, the, okay, we had the occasions. Uh-huh. And you, um, we would like watch the sunset together and you would just look into my eyes like, are you gonna? Are you gonna? You asking? And I was like, uh... And I was like, I figured it out. So I was like, I'm going to go up to the tower in Siena and I'm going to propose to you in the tower in the, the historical city of Siena. And we are in the location and about to go up the stairs and a thunderstorm came in and they closed the tower down for lightning. And I was yeah. like, ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> I had the ring in my pocket and everything. There. So that's okay. And then, and then um, the last night we had... We, I, uh, your mom asked me if I wanted to try some horse meat for the first time. And I was like, okay, I've never tried horse meat, but I've never said no to anything that, that, uh, they've offered to me. Would you like another plate of lasagna? Sure. Would you like another plate of lasagna? Sure. Would you like this? Would you like that? Would you like this liquor? Okay. Would you like some horse meat? Uh, um, sure. And I had it and I got the courage. I felt like it gave me like courage and strength and and so i so i proposed and then what did you say uh yes okay (laughs) (laughs) and then after that we went upstairs and we celebrated with we a cup of chamomile tea that's right so remember that (laughs) yeah because it was late night right before you had to wake up early to go to the airport so we went upstairs and tell my parents hey uh, this dude just asked me if I want to marry him. And, I mean, it was late night. What are you going to do? It's not that you're going to, you yeah, know, have a bottle pop of a bottle of champagne. No. And, okay, let's just have some calmeals. And pizza. some cookies. Let's and calm here. down. Yeah, exactly. We were, I was definitely worked up and sweating and heart was beating and fast. And so that's a really good occasion, I think, for chamomile. As a, as a, as to me, it's like a familiar plant. It's a family plant. It's a it's a plant about coming together as a family, but the the thing about familiar plants is that they dispel um, that that whatever it comes with, you know, uncertainty, the stress that comes with uncertainty, not knowing what to do, not knowing how to plan or proceed or where to go, and sometimes in herbal medicine we might offer a remedy that sounds really exotic or strange to people and that even can still make somebody feel a little bit stressed out just hearing a a strange name like where am i going to find stockius officinal or something like that um but pretty much everybody has had chamomile tea in the past or has some in their house from you know staying at a hotel and just taking the little bags from the hotel or whatever just having like a pack it's pretty much indestructible in the in the pantry it always kind of has its aromatics and its taste and so I think that plants that have that familiar quality are always good because they are good for so many things so that's the first thing I wanted to say about chamomile mm-hmm. yeah you got one um, yeah it's a familiar plant because it's so good with children it's a as you said, it doesn't lose its scent. It doesn't lose its power 
for years soon. Because that, yes, that bag of camel that you have in your pantry, that you've been having in your pantry for years, if you open it up, it still smells good. So it's powerful. But it's so delicate in its power. So it's perfect, perfect with children. So it's a good, it's a good mama plant. It just suits the baby to sleep. It suits the baby's teeth in. Uh, I used to, my mom told me that she used to give me chamomile in my bottle when I was a baby at night. So that's, that's definitely a family, a family plant. And you give this to your baby too, don't you? Oh, uh, well, through, through myself, Not I just guess. though. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> actually we give it to him shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up in the morning and he, so we have, we're having our chamomile tea right now and then I'm going to steep it before I go to bed. He wakes up in the morning, she pours him a shot glass of chamomile to start the day. Cause there you go. Because he is a rambunctious boy. Oh my goodness, this boy is rambunctious. So we get the day, try to start it off right with giving this guy some chamomile. <laughs> Um, just, I mean, we shot glasses just because they're small, fit in his hands, and they, he can like smash them against the table and they don't break. So yeah. it's a nice, it's a nice little, you know, little cup, basically. <laughs> Did you know that Matthew Wood says famously about chamomile that it is a plant that's suitable for babies of all ages? That's kind of something he's. Whenever he teaches about it, he talks about that. So he talks about children. Little babies like ours, you know, you consuming it through your breast milk and or delivering it through your breast milk, as you mentioned, um, for the benefit of colic, for the benefit of their nervous system, for their digestive system, for their sleep. Um, And then also maybe when he's acting like a baby, when he's five years old or seven years old or 25 years old or 35 or 45, when we feel like we're having like a little tantrum kind of state, even in our... Um, maturity um, and all the way into old age he says it's a plant that's that's good for babies and I think I can I have my own interpretation on this that I thought of and um, the the opposite of a baby what would you say the opposite of a baby would be an elder an elder but in between an elder and a baby adult adult right Mm -hmm. so etymologically the word adult is associated with impure so adulterated oh yeah unadulterated and right now so i'm gonna have you by the way this is the first episode that you're listening to right Mm, uh, yes (laughs) so welcome (laughs) i have to admit i've never listened here we are in virgo so we just started in virgo and and so for these for this series i've been talking a lot about like the astrological signs and trying to teach about the astrological signs and stuff like that. So we're just entering in Virgo right now. And Virgo is a, the Virgin. It's about purity. It's about the Virgin Mary, which is the Mare. It's this unadulterated sea. And so something about the word adult, if we admit that we are, like if I, if I were to say, I am, which is kind of like invoking the sacred name of God, you know, I am an adult, then therefore I am admitting of my um, impurity and the broken aspect of like wholeness 
And so that is the thing that I would like to expand on with Matt Woods, good for babies of all sizes, is that it's not about quelling the, the temper tantrum and bringing that baby back to an adult state. It's actually the opposite. It's about bringing that um, adulterated version of ourselves back into a pure form, back into a form of wholeness once again, like the Virgin, like the Virgo, the Virgin Mary. So that's something I just thought of. What do you think about that? I was just thinking if I drink a lot of camel before bedtime, I may wet the bed. I don't know if you mean that, if you mean that by going back to your baby state. The Virgin Mare. <laughs> going back to the yeah, the baby state of wetting the bed. <laughs> yeah, it's a diuretic, right? So it definitely yeah, it does make you pee. So we can have a couple of these and we probably will wake up in the middle of the night having to pee mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah it gets rid of water and stuff like that um, alright I have another one here on my list um, the note says the matrix so the, <laughs> the botanical name of this plant is Matricaria recutita nice wow doesn't it sound so much better when it comes from the mother tongue yeah I assume the you know Latins, they would roll their R's. Yeah, exactly. So mat- Matricaria, that's the, the genus. And there's a, um, a, a plant of the same genus that grows here in Milwaukee. It's not chamomile. It's what we sometimes call wild chamomile, but it's also called pineapple weed. Do you know why? Because if you crush it, it smells just like pineapple. Yeah, and it tastes like pineapple. It's more sweet than regular chamomile. grows in the disturbed soils and stuff like that and it looks just like chamomile except it doesn't have the white petals around the outside and so when i'm doing an herb walk on this plant i I talk always i'm like the botanical name of this one is matricaria and then i say which which means matrix it's where the word matrix comes from does anybody know what matrix means and then people are on the herb walk and they're like they give each other the side eye and they're kind of looking at each other like, oh great, he's already talked about chemtrails. He's already like wondered about this, the, the type of realm that we have. And now he's gonna start talking about the matrix, like which is like the, the anthem of every like conspiracy YouTube video, you know? They're probably just like, oh man, I thought we were almost done. So I'm like, does anyone know what the matrix is? And people are just like, um, I'm afraid to answer, I think. And I say, it means the womb and there is this like relief that washes over people half of it is like relief like oh my god good he's not going to get into the matrix and (laughs) the other half is like oh that makes so much sense the matrix it's a movie about birthing and the womb so the matrix means the womb and so i always thought um I always think about that in the motherly aspect and how also the name mom is embedded in this plant. Mom tea. The Russian word for tea is chai. Chai. Cha. And also in like Eastern countries as well. And mom. So mom tea. Chamomile. Chamomile. Yep. 
and the matrix <laughs> and bending spoons with your mind and so on. So that's the one, that's one point I wanted to make. So, yep. Okay. You, <laughs> you good. Do you got any? Uh, I'm going to reply with four notes. Ding, 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 ding. Which is the jingle for Filtro Fiore Bonomelli, which is a brand Wait, of. What is it called? Filtro Fiore Bonomelli. It goes. Ding, 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 ding. Notti calme, giorni belli. Filtro Fiore Bonomelli. What is that? It's a, it's this like the short uh, commercial for chamomile, one of the largest brand of chamomile oh, tea. Oh yeah, the one it's like blue box with like yellow. Yeah, there's actually two big brands. One is Filtro Fiore Bonomelli, and the other one is Sogni d'Oro. Right, I know that one because well, we took we took because, inspiration. Yes, uh, well, Sogni d'Oro means dreams of gold, and we may or may not have named our dream of gold bland based on the literal translation (laughs) (laughs) it's a nice name Sonia Doro yeah but the the jingle for the Filtro Fiore Bonomelli uh, says il meglio da chi ti vuole bene so the jingle goes uh, notti calme giorni belli that means calm nights and beautiful days the best from the one who loves you. It's Whoa. such a heartwarming. <laughs> it's such a heartwarming jingle for me. Totally. Can <laughs> wait, can you sing it again please? Tim 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 tim. Notti calme, giorni belli. Filtro fiore bonomelli. Il meglio da chi ti vuole bene. <laughs> That's how it goes. Excellent. <laughs> what is How do you say Chamomile in Italian. Camomilla. But you say it differently because when you're talking with your mom, you don't always speak Italian with your mom. No, I, uh, in Bergamasco, which is the, the, the dialect from my region, it's called Camomela. Right. Which is actually, well, it, brings, it brings me to the next point. Okay. Camomela nobilis is the botanical name of Roman chamomile. Oh, Camomella nobilis? Camomella nobilis. The noble chamomile. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so, yeah, one of my points was, huh, German chamomile? Hmm, Roman chamomile? What are they? Are they the same plant? No, they're not. They're different. They're very similar in properties, but they look different. Just like Germans and Italians. Or yeah. Romans, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the German chamomile has a very cone-shaped center. <laughs> it's pointy in the center. It's pointy in the center. <laughs> but it's the one that we usually use. The German chamomile is the Matricaria recutita. Uh, the Roman chamomile is the one that has the, the, um, the center of the flower is a circle just like a coin with all the petals around it okay I learned once that one of them has aromatic leaves and the other one doesn't have aromatic leaves and so um, but I don't know which one is which in fact for a long time I thought 
until earlier this year, as a matter of fact, I, for the last several seasons, I thought we were growing chamomile in our garden. And turns out that we were growing neither one. It was. Because it's not a chamomile. It like, looks like chamomile. It's called stinking chamomile. Stinking chamomile. <laughs> yeah. Why and, do you think it's called that? Well, we should have realized that when we tried to make an hydrosol out Every t- of it. No, the hydrosol was okay. It, it st- didn't smell like chamomile. Okay, though. it didn't. Yeah. But <laughs> it doesn't taste like it was like really hot, super hot and spicy really bitter it didn't have the loveliness that chamomile has and i was thinking to myself man am i is it getting too much sun is the is the am i peeing in the garden too much like why is the, <laughs> well, the why does it do that is yes <laughs> why does it have this taste um <laughs> i couldn't figure it out um Turns but out until, it's yeah, on the wrong plant it's the wrong plant so yeah i don't know where it came from i, I think maybe we got sold it from somebody that was thought it was chamomile or well, if it, it just, just volunteered and I it's thought just it smaller smaller um flowers the leaves are just like growing chamomile right and it's medicinal but it's just not um that consumable that's all mm-hmm. um so that brings me you were talking about the names of we we're talking about all these different names and i was thinking about some of the fun names here in in america that we know so we say chamomile. Some people say chamomile. Mm-hmm. But one time, and it was more than one time actually, people will call up the shop and they'll say, hey, do you have a plant? I don't know how to say it. Uh, I don't know how to spell it either. I'm just going to try. Chamomile? <laughs> do you have any chamomile? And uh, yeah, I... so. <laughs> I love that name. Here's why. I don't, you know, we're not snobs about how how to say a plant's name. And I always think that when people are saying a plant's name that's different than the way other people do, it's an indication of their intelligence because they're reading about it. They're reading. So they have this way of like trying to investigate and learn something for themselves through their reading. And they don't know, they're not always told exactly what to do. Um, and they're following through with what they're reading and putting it into the world. So that was my part. That was my turn. Now, now you got another one. So should we start talking about some of the benefits of these plants? We could talk about it based on uh, what we've experienced just by sitting down and having the chamomile. We could talk about what's written about it, um, but take it away with all of that. Mm-hmm. And I'll jump in. Um, yeah, it's definitely a plant that relaxes and calms you down. Do you uh, feel more un- calm now than you did at the beginning of this episode? Definitely, I'm definitely unwinding. Yes, mm-hmm. and you look more unwound. Unwound. <laughs> yeah, unwound. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. So it's warming in my tummy, so the digestive properties of chamomile are definitely known. I had to take off my second layer when we sat down. It's middle of August, mm-hmm. um, so you know it's not like um, it's cold by any means, but there is uh, 
there is a diffusive action of heat throughout my body. I could feel it like moving the heat to my periphery. And so that it's like, I wouldn't say it's making me feel overly warm. And to me, it just makes me feel like um, heated all over instead of just concentrating that energy in my, in my, in my womb, in my matrix, in my matrix, <laughs> matrix. area, in my Virgo center, my solar plexus. Um, I would say I would totally agree that this plant, okay, like the Virgo aspect right here, this is the, the Virgo archetype is about making a lot of decisions. It's where the liver is. It's where the gallbladder is. It's where the pancreas is. It's about breaking things down, making all kinds of decisions and stuff like that. And then taking on a lot of stress based on decision making. It's kind of like the, the uh, planner of the whole Zodiac. And so when somebody has a lot of stress that is a result of digestive stress or vice versa, like where they feel stressed out and it makes them feel kind of, they have a hard time digesting, this plant just works right there. So it's hard for me to tell if it's like relaxing to my nervous system because it works in, it's working first on my nerves or if it's relaxing my nervous system because it's working on that like bundle of nerves that's right there in this plexus that is controlling the other 12 nerves right in that Virgo center. Um, and that's where I think is it's actually more likely to be doing that. I could, I could tell that because we're looking at the flowers right now and they're yellow. They so have yeah, that, like, would solar. you say, I was about to ask, would you say that the there's a signature of the yellow as color of the solar plexus chakra? I would say it's a color of the solar plexus chakra and, but not necessarily the sun because Virgo is a sign that's an earth sign, but it's ruled by Mercury. Do you know what the signatures of Mercury are in plants? Like if you were to see mer Mercury in plants, do you know what they look like? I would say light looking, like petals and yeah. flimsy, flimsy, yeah. flimsy uh, leaves, just like... Yeah, fluttery, leaf, uh, feathery, exactly. Yeah, yep. feathery, that's how I would describe that, chamomile leaves. Something that's that can fly away like Mercury does, even like the that's wing-shaped as well. And also something that has a asymmetrical form, a spindly form, like chamomile, how it likes to spread out, how it has a big head, it has a lot of energy, and it's in, in other all these directions. But also, mercurial signatures, mercury in the, in the archetype is a shapeshifter. So it's hard to tell exactly with mercury too. And so when you look at it, you're like, oh, is this a solar plant? It's got this like sun-looking quality. And other people say, ah, oh, I think it might be more of a lunar plant because it's got that soft white to it. And also I drink it at night and it makes me sleepy. It has that sedative quality. And so to me, those, those two things are like the in indication that there's a shapeshifter, <laughs> that we're consuming a shapeshifting, shapeshifting entity um, <laughs> for, for the benefit of our health, of course. Um, <laughs> so those are mercurial, very mercurial signatures that are really, and then here's a really cool thing too, um, based on the, the energetic qualities of how it works. When we were talking about distilling it in a hydrosol, do you remember that yep. experience? What, what, what was it? Uh, the oil of this plant turns blue. Not just any color blue. It's like a deep blue. It's like the sky. It's azure. Mm. Um, 
we don't really have the word azure in English. We just borrow the the Latin word, I guess, mm-hmm. azure. Um, and that's due to a compound in it called azuraline. And azuraline is a compound that gives a plant like chamomile and yarrow, another plant that I think is very mercurial, mm-hmm. um, the ability to turn blue when it's distilled. The essential oil and the hydrosol are that sky blue. It's beautiful. It looks like a cool trick that you just put in some plant and out comes this beautiful sky blue quality. But in the body, when we consume that, it has a flower flavor, like an, it has an aromatic flavor, and it also has a bitter flavor. And so bitters have this way of bringing... Um, secretions into our digestive system and bringing our energy back towards our core and the aromatic plants have a way of moving that energy from the core all the way out to the periphery so there's that shapeshifter quality again it's like which way is it going in or out well it's doing both it's going in and out and so that's why uh, as an earth sign Virgo being something that's grounded, but also a mercurial thing, which is like up and down, heaven all around. Um, it makes a lot of sense to have something that will that will work in multi, you know, multi-dimensional ways in the body, and that's why I think it's really good for everyone because everyone will benefit from a little bit of digestive uh, capabilities or a little bit of aromatic capabilities. It's going to shift your your energy the way that you want it. So my energy, I mean, I could tell you're getting sleepy and winding down. Oh, yes. And I'm getting kind of like inspired and wound up because <laughs> that's, what, that's what it's doing for me. It's like telling that's where my energy uh, is, needs to go right now. It needs to do a little bit, needs to do a little bit more. That's what the, the feeling of removing tension in my jo- digestion has done for me is that it's like allowed more energy to circulate. Not like in a stay up all night jittery kind of feel, but like a, in a inspired uh talking a little louder a little bit more vibrant letting it out mercurial feel yeah Mm -hmm. so i would like to hear your thoughts about um chamomile oil so chamomile is a highly aromatic plant but the essential oil takes so much plant material to be made. I think I read somewhere that it takes the equivalent of 50 cups of chamomile in order to make a drop of essential oil. So I think why, that's right. why is it so? It's like, does, is it just strong scented but not oily? Hmm. Um, Cause that's the reason why it makes it very expensive to get. Yeah, like a it, little, you know, one, uh, what is it like one, Fifteenth uh, of an ounce of chamomile essential oil is like a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's why <laughs> when people ask for chamomile essential oils, like, uh, do you really need to drink fifty cups at once? Just make yourself a cup of tea. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, do you do you have any? Opinion? I think that I think that's a really good. Um, Reflection on how, much, you know, a cup of chamomile tea, as we could see just by this conversation, is really effective. It's not extremely um, 
strong, but it doesn't mean that it isn't effective as a gentle plant. Like it's gentle. So just like the mother, it can be gentle and guiding and bringing uh, influence to, you know, the child or whatever, or to whatever situation, even to her husband. And <laughs> whereas like something that might be more forceful, like the essential oil or even other plants can have um, an effect on the body that might even have a reciprocating effect, right? They might even have like a resistance to it. So all that said, yeah, I'm not really, I really enjoy the hydrosol, which is the product that we get like 99.5% of when we make a distillation of the plant and um, enjoying the little tiny bits of essential oil that are in there just enough to make the whole hydrosol the, the color of the sky. And to me, that is plenty of, um, of medicine to be you know, consumed or to use on your face. Or like you, we've used chamomile um, hydrosol before and it's very cooling. It's got, it's really um, beneficial for, I don't know, gentle healing, I guess you could say. I just remember something that goes along with the power of I just remember something about the strong scent of chamomile never going away and being very effective. Yeah. Uh, once I was a babysitter for a very, very active two-year-old, and I could not get him to take the afternoon nap. Nothing worked. But once I brought a little sleep pillow filled with chamomile and lavender, and I just, that we made. That we made. Yeah, it was a cool pattern. That you made, I should that say. That I made, yes. It was like this cool pattern fabric where animals on it. So I was like, huh, um, look what I happen to have here, dear little crazy two-year-old. Let's play like beanbag toss with this little <laughs> cushion I have. And we just tossed it around. I threw it to him. He threw it to me. Just fluffed it up so you can smell the camel. And he fell asleep like magic nice yeah so putting chamomile in a bag that you can use as a sleep pillow as opposed to using the essential oils and putting it on rice and putting it in the microwave or whatever it works it stays it will keep its smell for years and years and years as long as you don't put it in the washing machine so people like they're like oh i put it in my pillowcase and i forgot but um yeah it, it maintains the, the smell and it maintains the integrity so that's pretty cool. What else have we used chamomile for, like medicinally, in our lives and household? Okay, shall we start with the funniest one? Okay, sure. <laughs> Might as <Okay>. well. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say, though. Uh, we <laughs> used it as an eye wash. <laughs> so it is, uh, as we said, is soothing, is cooling, even for the skin and I would say all body surfaces, including the eyes. So if there's redness and inflammation of the eyes, you can definitely brew a strong chamomile tea, filter it super, super good um, through a piece of fabric so you don't want any debris on it, in it. And then the way, the proper way to do an eye wash would be using these little glasses. They look like just shot glasses, but they are, they are, the rim is curved so that it fits um, the shape of 
of the eye. So you would fill these uh, little glasses with strong chamomile tea and then put it on your eye, look up and move your eyes around so that the surface can be washed by the, the liquid. Mm-hmm. So that would be the proper way of doing it. But, you know, how often am I going to do eye washes? Yeah. Do I really need that? particular glass it's like eight bucks 20 bucks yeah, something like that most of all where am i gonna get it yeah i don't know if i'll ever use it it's just complicated actual shot glass don't work well because it hurts the side of your eyes so don't use it <laughs> so what could we use that would perfectly perfectly fit around your eyes and also hold liquid hold liquid and allow you to just don't waste your time by sitting there doing that but doing something else in the meantime the answer that kyle found was goggles swimming goggles he got some swimming goggles (laughs) camel in it wore them and just went around the house doing his errands with this goggles with the camel took the dishes vacuuming you basically you've been underwater <laughs> for an hour. Uh, yeah. it's, it's like you're swimming when you're dry. <laughs> <laughs> and you can still be productive and right. do your dishes. At least I didn't go to like the grocery store at the mall or something like that. But I actually have to give credit, I learned that from Jim McDonald. So that's pretty that's his that's his idea. And one one thing to mention too is that you have to bring it to a proper salinity, otherwise it kind of like burns your eyes. So, you, mm-hmm. so just a pinch of salt makes it nice for your eyes. Like if some people out there they wear contact lenses, and if you wear if you try to put your contacts in with just water, it hurts so bad. That's why you have to use saline solution, which is again that's the the mare. There's some um, Virgo, just the word saline itself. Um, I have one. So a couple of years ago, when you had a belly in the summertime because you were pregnant with our son, I was about to say, "What are you saying? I'm large." <laughs> <laughs> it was around this time of year because I was doing my herb class, and I was and I just did this segment uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, I was I have to demonstrate how to make an infused oil, and I was telling Jenny who was our you know, helper, just left us, hi Jenny, um, to go off and start her own company now. But she was there at the time and I was like, what should I make? What kind of infused oil should I make? And she's like, "Let's. why don't you make an infused oil for pregnant belly? And you were only like, I don't know, like three or four months along or something like that. So it wasn't like it was big or whatever, but it was a really good idea to make a, a belly oil for prevent stretch marks and also like calm the I don't know just everything about mom (laughs) mom nourishment so the first one that came to my mind was chamomile adding some chamomile into an infused oil and then we added some rose petals and we added some raspberry leaf and I think maybe plantain because I just don't do anything without plantain and um, it was a hit we called it bun in the oven and you liked it. Yeah, it worked great. I don't have stretch marks on my belly. There was a couple of nights that you didn't use it and you had complaints. What was your, do you remember? You said that your belly was itchy and that it felt like it was hot and too big. And it was just, I just remember when you were rubbing that on yourself that that you felt 
nice in your skin. Mm-hmm. And so that's one. So we can use it topically for, let's just say, feeling nice, encouraging the gentle movement of healing, encouraging the gentle movement of expansion and nourishment um, topically as well. So there's two topicals. And we also, I mean, we talked about tea already too, but um, do you got any more uh, medicine making tips for chamomile? Have you ever used it for a sting or a bee sting or something like that? So, yeah, we we have um, um, a bag of chamomile tea in our first aid kit for when we go camping. Mm, yeah. Because that's... Just it's good for the eyes, as we already said. But it's also uh, good for also... first aid. I need a cup of tea because it's been a crazy day, kind of a, a thing too, right? Uh, yeah, I think uh, my main thing would be for digestive. Yeah, just digestive. I'm like, yeah, I'm camping. I got a tummy ache. Yeah. Or also because we used to most of the time when we were camping, we were like backpacking, like backcountry. You know, uh, hiking and with backpacks on, and it, it, it was nice to have some tea at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But also, being in a bag, you can just put it in hot water and use it topically as if it was a poultice. Right. So if you have redness, if you have a bug bite, that you need, well, bug. If I were backpacking, I would probably look for plantain. But uh, but chamomile works great as well. So that's a good good uh, tip to just. Um, take some chamomile with you when you're going hiking. Oh, also for the teeth and gums. Teething, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we make a tincture with chamomile and brandy, and I mean I put that into some formulas for sleep and stuff like that too. But have you did you use it with Davide for teething? No, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> well, of course. Um, we make it. You no. know you know that you say that the cobbler's wife goes barefoot. <laughs> well, the herbalist wife never has <laughs> herbs in her pantry when she needs we them. We have so many herbs. They just fall out. I need to have herbs for stubbed toes from all of the tincture bottles that fall onto my feet when we open our cabinets. But we never have the one that we need when we need <laughs> <laughs> So when well we've been very lucky. Davide didn't really He didn't really have upset nights with teething. No. He well his upsetness was more expressed as like I'm up rah, get the zoomies instead of like upset that he couldn't sleep, right? And so, like trying to relax. Mm-hmm. But the the one solution that we did find like we always were using or I was always, I should say, recommending this chamomile tincture, but I've changed my mind. I've changed my tune on it since we learned something, and that is we started using kava kava as a tincture for his gums for that one or two nights that he had a little bit of irritability, and yeah, just that drop. was awesome. So I'm started uh, recommending um, kava kava plus chamomile. I've been making mixing it up for people at the shop. Um, when I when I mention it on something like this or whatever, somebody inevitably will hear that and ask for that. So Kava Kava Plus Chamomile has been awesome. And um, I don't know. I just really can't say enough about how 
effective the tea is at so many things like relaxing for sleep for fevers i already talked about how it's dispelling the warmth all around my body it's a really great one for fevers i like it a lot for when people are sick just because it makes people feel comfortable in themselves again and if somebody has the type of constitution or personality where they want to get up and they're like I can't I don't have time to be sick I gotta get up and do this stuff and they just don't want to give their body what it needs to rest and relax and even when they are laying down and stuff on the couch they're just like constantly thinking about how things might be screwed up without them out there or something like that having some chamomile tea is really really nice for that particular instance where somebody just needs to chill out and be in a rested state so that they can heal um yeah i just love chamomile tea so much we drink a lot of it don't we yeah (laughs) (laughs) we drank a lot tonight Mm -hmm. we got a pot that's pretty good we're gonna work on this jingle maybe (laughs) and uh i don't know i think i said everything i wanted to say i probably i'm gonna get done with this and be like ah shoot i forgot that and that and that as i normally do but um that's the that's the idea with this herb of the week it's kind of like a flow state like we've been doing here it's a conversation usually just me in the microphone laughing at myself so it's been really nice to have you as a guest serena well thank you for having me yeah and um (laughs) thank you also for i just i just want to say thank you for uh, being such a wonderful partner to me in this last eight years. It's beautiful to celebrate our anniversary together. And I can, I don't know, just give you a little bit of um, public display of affection here and let you know that I love you so much. And I'm so honored and grateful that you're coming on to this uh, and talking with, with me here this evening. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, thanks, y'all, for tuning in to another episode of Herb of the Week. I'm your host, Kyle Denton, with my co-host, Serena Marinelli. And uh, we're wishing you a great day. And a good night. Ciao for now.